So welcome to the Chevron podcast, my man, Alex, all the way <laughs> from America, LA. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I checked out some of the earlier stuff on YouTube. Some of them oh, were yeah. 20 years ago. So you yeah, must man, be like I, 20? Um, I'm actually 29. Oh, 29, still 10, 11 years ago. And I checked like, usually when you type in a rapper's name, it doesn't come up sometimes. I type your yeah, name yeah. instantly. That's what <laughs> I like to see. I Thank you, man. I, that, made my, that made my day. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I have a... <laughs> that's crazy. I always forget about that. Yeah, I used to... Uh, when I was a kid in high school, um, I used to, like, you know, make YouTube videos and such because, um, like, I was... It's funny because I even captured the moment when I on Christmas Day when my dad got me uh, the 720p HD uh, camera recorder. I used to carry that around in high school and everything before like a uh, camera phone, like before I had an iPhone and everything. Like, that's crazy, man. Yeah, I used to, you, you see the progress, you see the growth. Like, yeah. um, like from when I was like rapping or had my nephew in my arm and just practicing raps, recording myself, rapping over things, my mixtape era, me even congratulating or thanking people for downloading my mixtape to the point where now going from that to hearing my Apple music page and Spotify page, you can hear the growth exponentially, but that's because, but there's been a lot of, a lot of time, a lot of hard work, a lot of performances and stuff. It's been a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I can imagine like you're going forward. It's like, this is like doing a master's, eh? you know, like a master's in university. That's mm -hmm, what, yeah. that's what music is about. Like some rappers, they come in, they're only there for a certificate. Yep. No, big time. Yeah, man. It's yeah. it's it's interesting because like uh I always tell people I've like there's this Malcolm Gladwell book where he he talks about the legendary I think it's the not not the tipping point. I forgot which book it was, but he talks about the concept of the ten thousand hours of like uh and he was like if you put ten thousand hours, you become a master at your craft. And obviously, like, you know, that looks different for everybody and how you maneuver, but for me, it wasn't even about like oh, I got to get at least 10 years under my belt. It was just more about like, I treated it, I treated music, and I still treat it like a sport. While I always practice it, rehearse it. I took with the ethics I learned from my pops when I used to run uh, track and field and such and apply that to the music. And I've only had success and it's, but it hasn't been easy. Like I used to tell people all the time, like when I used to like, I used to get super frustrated or have like maybe a couple of writing blocks. Uh, but then I learned in those moments and looking backwards that I had to live life so that way I have content to write about and such and such. And then once I start taking breaks and knowing that taking breaks are productive, things just start flowing, songs, right, lyrics and such and such. And then we learn how to production. And, you know, it just goes on and on and, and on. And things and evolve. Things. And we started from, uh, um, um, what do you call it? We started from Audacity. Do you know mm -hmm. Audacity, the music program? It sounds a little familiar. I think I probably remember in the name of it. Free. Oh, it's a free door, it's a free music program, or you mm -hmm. start from Mixpad and they're typing up on when we were kids, typing up on Google, or oh, can we get free music recording programs? Lawnmire, we used to sample because we thought that's what yeah, was the yeah, yeah. way. So we thought we'd get virtual DJ, we thought we'd be DJs, but no, we wanted to be rappers. Like, that's for <laughs> me, that's what I did. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. That's dope. I mean, I'm super familiar with Limewire. Me and my younger brother used to go on there for sure. Used to, like, get all the new music and stuff at the time. This is, like, way before, like, streaming or even downloading and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, hell yeah. I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Did you, um, did you ever get into League of Legends? I know it's popping off now, but back then, like, were you into League of Legends? 
League of Legends? Nah, not necessarily. I use I'm more of a I'm more of like a well I'm into like more into that sci fi more than anything like more into yeah. like Star Wars and such. Like yeah, me yeah. and my me and my younger brother we used to play like Star Wars video games like that and like um but I like anime and stuff when I was a kid. It's it's funny seeing the anime wave and the Star Wars wave now. People like super into it, but like I've always been into it uh, ever since I was a kid. So yeah. that stuff, Legos and stuff, but yeah, not necessarily League of Legends though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never had internet. We had internet, but we didn't have a computer. That was mm. a weird thing in my house. Like we had like a um we had a hard drive, but the only thing it could do, it couldn't even connect to the internet. It the internet oh, didn't work on it. So we so we had to like I had to do paper boy runs for the house, going around. Huh. It was so easy though, because I um I just tipped I tipped it into the mailbox for a week, did the best yeah. job for the next whole month, got the pay, and then I just kept, there's a skipping lock. So, you know, there's like construction people where they dump their bins. So, I just dumped the whole bag of paper in there. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that, that was my first time working. And I was like, yeah, I got the money for the laptop, fam. You got the laptop now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Laptop. But I was like, Oh, and talk, uh, it, everything was fine with the paper guys because they're like, "Oh, you're just a kid, and um, we'll give the, you can go hand out flyers now, mm-hmm. and we'll still pay you for the next person to get the job." <laughs> My community is so rugged, like it's a rugged community, but it was back then growing up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said what? It was quite rugged. Oh, yikes! Yeah, but uh, things changed, like. Like in LA, you hear about these shootings and stuff. We that's happening here in Auckland too. But it's 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 not kind of like over here is kind of like um only attracting um from each side, not like just random attacking random strangers. Like yeah. how is that happening there? Like what's happening there? So for me, like I can't I, I can only speak on the past uh pretty much four years that I've been here. It's been yeah. It's been wild. I think the pandemic like added more gas. It's kind of like twist and turn the city. The pandemic kind of made things worse in a lot of aspects. And then, but also on the same token, because of the pandemic, a lot of people happened to move. But also on the same token, a lot of people from out of state also moved in here. So I mean, LA is an interesting place because it's not a typical city, quote unquote. Like it's because it's always a mix. It's always brought people from the outside going inward versus people within leaving out. Um, so I don't know. It's been a, it's it's been interesting, man. But just in the past four years, I've seen a difference in LA. But then also at the same time, like you see a lot of changes. There's been good and bad changes throughout the city. You see inflation and then like the gentrification and such. But yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, from my um, experience of LA, it's been good and it's been great. Um, but I can't say. It, but that has for sure has definitely not had been the same experience for a lot of people out here. A lot of people are even pre-pandemic was not doing too well in here in LA and stuff. Cause this city will, if you, if you, if you don't have a solid foundation or you're not, you, if you're not very secure in yourself, the city will eat you up. Yeah. So. Um, I see your performances, the performances you post on social media. And then yeah. uh, there's this one where you did this mean ass performance and the guy's like, give him a round of applause. He's sweating, man. He's sweating. Oh. Yeah, so you talk, yeah, yeah, that's the um the Sneakatopia performance. Um, yeah. yeah, man, that I, I got to shout out my uh, lady who I work for, Angie. Like, 
for what's popping in LA. Um, I He's so, Angie? so Angie is like this uh this woman who I interned for. Um, she's like phenomenal, man. Like I appreciate her to the death, um, uh, to the fullest because, um, I I never would have found out about that event if I never started interning for for her. And she's always advocated for me to do performances when she found out like um I make music and stuff. But yeah, man, that was a very I needed that, man. That was uh, the beginning of the trajectory of building the momentum of like the music. Like I was able to, cause before then I only, I haven't, I didn't, I haven't performed in like years. So I was really nervous um, to a certain extent um, to do that performance because I felt I was rusty. So I went to a few open mics prior hand and got myself right, figured out some things. So, and I wanted to do my best, man. I really wanted to put my best foot forward because I always tell people, like, I always strive to make the best first impression, especially when it comes to performances. And people liked it, man. I felt like I felt amazing yeah. at the performance. I love I, I loved, I loved the energy. But it was like when um when I was told to go into um to to go do mental health services, and they were mm-hmm. saying no one's putting a gun to your head, and there was like. Like it was like you are expressing all these feelings and all these creativeness, and it's like no one's got a gun to your head, but you're sweating and you can feel the pressure underneath you. But outside on the performance, man, it was just like you were you were at a festival and you were on show and you were rocking it. Thank you, man. I really, really appreciate it. I put a lot of time and hard work into making sure that not only do I do a good job, but it also looks great it you know and i I used to tell my ex and used to tell people when i used to be in a rap group and such like you know we we spend hours and hours and hours just to make a three minute a three minute performance look flawless like you know so it's, it's a lot of time and hard work and a lot of like reviewing the footage and trying this out and you know learning and like you know we studying like i used to watch like i was watching kanye's like coachella performances kendrick lamar's t20 2017 coachella performance yeah yay's 2011 Coachella performance like studying those things over and over so that way I like you know visualizing manifesting like okay this is like I'm gonna look just um like that I'm gonna do this and you know trying to you know I make you know make this tweak the versions and stuff and such and but yeah man I really really appreciate that yeah I I had fun man I had a phenomenal time man oh yeah it it, it looks like like I watch the videos like a lot now (laughs) Because, like, you're, like, everyone comes around you and you're just, like, um, like you're this cheerful, bubbly guy. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I appreciate and you, that, like, yeah. and, and you say a lot of kind words. And I'm, like, how does someone be so kind? It, it, it's, like, <clears throat> well, I, I get it from my mom and my older sister uh, used to tell me when I was a kid that I've always been a happy-spirited, uh, curious, and very intuitive uh, person. Like, ever since I was a kid. So that, that's just, like, in, in me. But also, it's, like, you know, my mom. I get a lot from my mom. My sister is, like, where, you know, they're... Family vibes. They, yeah, no, because I, I, I care, man. I Because I absolutely care about people. I'm a people person, just like my parents. So it's, like, I want to create an environment and just come from a very genuine place. Because I've seen a lot of people who've done me wrong in the past. Or who, I've seen people with personas. People lie about things. People are not really who they are because they don't oh, like who they are. I know what you mean. <laughs> I just, my, um, um, the guy that records me at my mental health facility, he's mm-hmm. my, it's a creative arts space. Um, so I go there every first day and he's like, 
you know, he he's like a um, he's big time rapper in New Zealand, but he's helping people like me and a career oh, mental health issues. He's, he's the one that got me into all of this. He's like, just do, yeah. this, do this like this. And he's like, when you when you when you usually message someone online and when they're out there putting all these thuggish, ruggish stuff on, they're, they're, <laughs> they're not they're not really gangsters, you know. They're, hey, no, big time. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was like, hey. And he's like, no, they're not really. And I was like, oh. And that's when it hit me. Like, if I wanted to meet such and such person, I could actually do it. You know, I could meet that person. No, big time. Yeah, man. I always tell people, like, you never know. You never know. And it's like you just reaching out to people. You never know. Like, that's why I always tell people, like, even like <laughs> I apply that in like dating and stuff. Like, you just shoot your shot. Like, you just you just say something. Like, because <clears throat> my dad yeah. always says, like, it's like classic thing of like you know that cliche phrase. It's like you know, closed mouths don't get fed. Like you know, if you if you say something or speak up, like my dad would always used to tell me when I was a kid, like, speak up, speak up. Like you gotta say something because you know you because nobody has telepathy, so you have to say something. But if you say something, sometimes you know all it takes is that one yes, man. And my mom used to tell me when I used to run track, people are always watching, so you never know who's observing your journey. Like for you, like. Yeah, man, I never would have thought, like, if you told me, like, three months ago, like, yo, I'm going to get interviewed, like, I was like, oh, snap. Um, <laughs> but, no, like, but, you know, but they just supposed to show you, like, you just never, like, if you stay, stay on your journey and just shoot your shot. That's why, like, when you first hit me Commitment up, you asking, like. Commitment is key. Commitment is key. Oh, very, no, you, you, commitment is everything. Staying committed to the cause. I always used to tell people, like, tattoos and stuff are a sign of commitment because you got to love it, like because yeah. <clears throat> it's there until the end of time unless you take it all painfully but tattoos <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah man i got i got i got four left to go i have a lot of, i have like 13 tattoos um yeah. uh but it's just more about like yeah man it's just getting into just being consistent i always tell people being consistent being reliable and always taking initiative i always used to tell my mentee i tell my mentees all the time like you know like if you follow up and take initiative and say something if you keep doing those three things because people always say like oh relationships is everything it, it it's to a certain extent but you have to take the initiative follow up and stay consistent if you do those three things in life you will for sure succeed in anything you're striving to do and yeah man it's <clears throat> like so yeah I, that's why for me i just apply those principles and apply those methods to my life and you know things great things tend to happen not on but not not on my timeline though. I always tell people like things always happen to us when we need it to happen, not when we want it to happen. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Patience is a virtue. It's Big written time. in every single cultural, holy Bibles, rituals, everything. Patience is a virtue. Big time. Yeah. So, um, you living in LA, um. Uh, one spot I thought you, you, I think you might know, is that I, I, I look. You know, kidding. You know, kidding. Yes. So yeah, I know. I definitely you know store? You. Have you been to a store? No, no, no. I haven't been is to the store. Is that Music, um, where he sells um, cannabis and four twenty stuff. He has a whole store. He he runs that store. No, I haven't got a chance to uh, go to that store. It's funny, man. King Inc. is, I grew up, I grew up being a fan of him. Unbeknownst, <clears throat> so here's a tidbit. So unbeknownst to me, one of my mentors pointed out that 
Kid Ink was on this early, he was on this game, the for the rapper of the game, he had his old mixtape in like 06 called The Ghost Unit. And he had Kid Ink on it at the time, but he Kid Ink was going under the the monarchy, uh, the under the name uh Rockstar. Rockstar. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Do you know how I know that? How? Because I met him, that's why I brought him up. I met him. Oh shit. I met him like years and years ago. This is like when he was Rockstar. No one knew who Kid Ink was, but the new the vinyl, the CD um up up and away came out. Yeah. But no one really knew internet, no one knew. He came to New Zealand for some reason and um he was just walking like randomly um um around in us in our suburban area. I'm not mm-hmm. suburban, but it's like a city. Um, it's like a small city till you get to the big city. Um, just yeah. by the airport, so he was just staying there. I, I seen him. I ran. I ran, and still to this day, on the pavement, it's it's inked, kid ink, and no no construction worker has ever taken it off. To this day, on that wow. spot, I met him. That's crazy, man. Yeah, no, like that's crazy. Like you and the. That's wild. Like, that's, that's, that's you know, crazy. For you, I reckon it'd be easy for you to meet all these, like, rappers you want to meet. The key the, th- the key things I found to meet someone like that was to book VIP tickets, so backstage passes. It's really hard and expensive, but if you just got to pick that one person that you, you know is really genuine and it's going to, like, listen to you. And you're gonna vibe with them, you know. Mm-hmm. And you go, you get backstage pass, <clears throat> and you also kind of like, oh, you go on their um your socials, you start, you follow them and stuff, and after that, um, you lead into um, what labels they're signed to. Once you know what labels, because everybody signs to a label these days, so you know yeah. what labels they're signed to. You find their booking, booking person, right? And you kind of you kind of swivel your way through around and around, cause um I rank Sony up Sony UK, Sony Music mm-hmm. UK. Do you know who Fredo is? You know who is Fredo? Yes. Yeah. So do you know Fredo is not longer part of that label? No, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's not part of the label. And guess how I found out? You call him? Yeah, one hundred percent. This is what mm-hmm. I mean. If you have this such positive vibe around you, if um you're so optimistic and, and if you just break that and you just stop calling, as people tell me um in a positive way, they tell me I'm very persistent. So I never give up. I I might go away from it from a bit, but I come back to it. Go away, come back. So it's not like too much in your face, but I'm there. And then yeah. like and one thing my mental uh mellow downs is his artist name but he's um i call him bronson because that's his actual name he told me push <laughs> content push content and keep pushing content it's not about like scheduling scheduling like oh this is a premier shopping thing nah 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 nah, nah. you gotta push content and keep pushing content because if you don't push content no one's gonna know who the heck you are yeah yeah, no, like, that's like, crazy. like I see your Instagram, I see your yeah. Instagram, and you're always posting, posting, posting. I'm like, hell, I gotta see this. What every time <laughs> it's a new good shit, I'm like, how does he find that? 
I'm like, oh. <laughs> I, I I appreciate that, man. I then there's moments where I feel like I'm not doing enough sometimes, but then I know that I always tell my <clears throat> I always tell my mentors like uh all the time. I was like, man, like it's coming. The content's coming. I'm working on it. If you see them, have you seen like if you just for sure see my stories and stuff, yeah. like you see occasionally you see me in the studio, you see me doing something. Like I'm always there's something that's coming. I'm always in communication with somebody. Like even my following followers account, majority of them is people who shit, like ninety five percent of the people on my following account is people I've actually met in real life, took hands with, met in person, uh, people I know. Like <clears throat> it's crazy because like um I always feel like I, I there's this type of thing and like I sometimes I used to get caught up in like comparing my journey to someone else's journey and like feeling like oh man I'm not posting as much content as they are or in such and such but then I realized like I have to go at my own pace and yeah man and I just feel like man trust me man like I have a lot of songs coming out like I got like I just I have like two I have two new singles oh, like yeah. already mixed and mastered like and then I already like I already have one that's getting like remixed and remastered right now as we speak I can then, um, what is it? Then I'm recording like, um, oh, then another song I gotta get mixed and mastered. Then I got like eight other songs to get recorded. And then I'm just gonna be releasing singles um, and then performances. So trust me, man, like, there's gonna be a it's lot coming. of content. It's, gonna, it's coming. Yeah, no, no. no, I, no knew, I, knew, I knew it was coming when you did that photo shoot. And I was like, I'm not I'm not leaving that. Um, that first switch is I said, well, I'll do the podcast till. Way down the line, when you when when someone else finds you, I'm like, no, 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 you're coming on the Share Ryan podcast. I'm Hell on yeah. the way in New Zealand, so when you go on tour, you, you when you come to New Zealand, I'll be, I no. get I get back, no. I get to see you, man. <laughs> no, no, big no, for sure, no, I big time. I never forget anybody who ever helped me in life, man. There's been a lot of people who consistently helped me and always looked out and. Man, just doing this is like, you know, I forever appreciate it because you're taking time out to just interview me, man. I, I, I really appreciate it because it's the little things, man. I, what my ex used to tell me, it's a, it's a lot of the little things in life. So I appreciate this to the fullest. Yeah, man, no, like, you see my journey, you know, from my YouTube days yeah. <clears throat> to where I'm at now. And it's only going to go up. Everything has been in an upward trajectory, especially this, this, this past year alone. We're not even, like, we're barely past the halfway point. And I've already, like, had eight performances i've recorded three songs i've made five more additional songs so that's all getting recorded mixed and mastered this year i've had two photo shoots and this is all before my birthday my birthday is in september so before even before nine months i've done all these little things oh, all these things have added up simple. huh are you gonna be, you know jake's mr october are you gonna be mr simba yeah. yeah no big time <laughs> <laughs> no, no big time man like no for, for sure for sure um but uh but yeah man no it's a it's a lot's gonna happen within this like a year from now life is gonna change for sure even if i'm in the same physical predicament content wise it's gonna go up content wise everything's gonna go up people when we hear my name it's gonna like and it's funny because when i be on ig and i meet other artists and such and such they're like how do you know that person i'm like oh i know that person because i met them in a performance like Circles are getting smaller, which is, for me is good because that yes. means like I'm in the for you for you. I, I think I think um for you there's like a lot of people there, and then it's getting smaller and smaller because you're getting closer and closer. Exactly. But for me, it was like um there's only five million people in New Zealand, right? 
Mm -hmm. So five million people. So that was the first five years of my life here. Second, third, fourth, Hmm. and fifth. And now I'm I'm not at the fifth. I'm at the third stage where I know about, let's say, 30, 30, the 3 million circle mark. So in Mm -hmm. that 3 million circle mark, I would know the key people, the key people in the industry. And the key people in the industry that are working in the industry and are hot right now. I would know. Hell yeah, man. Now, but it was hard work. It wasn't easy. Like, it was constant networking, Facebook, um, friend request. The one thing I found that was easy was like not doing this online thing was actually when I turned um 20 and I had a job, I went out to and did a showcase. Mm-hmm. And then I found that doing showcases met with these people. And even though if I didn't win or even though I wasn't good enough, I knew that if I if somebody wanted to talk to everyone like I'm talking now, just start communicating chill vibes and stuff. Um they will go on, but they won't forget me. I have to leave that kind of impression on them. No, man. It's like, it's, that's what it, you know, that's the funniest thing I, I've seen more recently, like doing, like when I, once I was like, cause last time I did performances pre-pandemic was pre-pandemic. <laughs> and I tend to find that like, um, just talking to people, man. Like I remember when I met my, um, one of my, one of my friends slash this other rapper, producer, and songwriter, um, Lance, Lance B. <laughs> um, he, like, unbeknownst to me, I never would have thought, like, this guy who I met at an open mic in North Hollywood back in 2018 will be a person who would forever shape my life and change it. Like, he helped me learn how to produce technically uh, on the technical side. And, man, like, I remember him allowing me to go over his house and we would just, like, just work on stuff. We just work on stuff. There was no expectation or anything. And then one day, I'll never forget it. It was like July 19th because I have like the video recorded on my phone. I mean, on my laptop. I think it's like July 17th, something like that. We, I made Million. I made my song Million. I remember I produced it. I put the the kicks, the 808. I chopped up this 808 loop. I made my goddamn producer tag. I'm like, goddamn. Um, and then I told Lance, I was like, Yo, can you put the hi-hats? Because I didn't know how to do hi-hats at the time. Um, and <clears throat> I made it and I was like, this is it. This is like, and I knew it was something special. And then like two weeks later, I had, I had, I wrote the whole song, like the hook, the verse, two, both the two verses. And I told Lance, I'm like, yo, and Vance was like, all right. He said, let's record it in my studio. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, this is, the song's too special. I was like, when we get the opportunity to record on something, then we can, <clears throat> then we can release it. And then a year, year, yeah, a year and a half later, you knocked it out in the studio and it just sounded amazing. And, and then that became the, to, the the spark of me producing, uh, rapping, uh, being a songwriter. And then, you know, fast forward to now, it's like, man, like I'll be, like I've, shit, I've, the last week and a half, I've written like four bangers, like demo bangers, beats, slash, like whole full songs. I have this one song that I um, have this hook idea for, for this other artist called Baby Ghost. And I want them to to do the hook for it, um, but yeah, man, no, yeah, you never know Every, who you. Everything's your point. a work in progress. Everything's oh, a big work time. in progress. But if you do it with ten fingers, so if you want ten chicken fingers, you you put all of that in in the deep fryer, and the crumbs will break off. And when you sizzle and eat it, 
all work out. Oh, big time. Yeah. Like big big time. That's why for me, I like to your point, I always just be myself when every time I go in events and just talk to people, just being genuine. Oh, like when, I when I meant that five million people thing, I mean I'm a level three now. No, I'm two steps away. Just two Yeah, steps no, no. You away. you getting no, it's, it's you getting there. Yeah. Literally one person at a time. I used to tell my old group members, uh, Trey and Max, I used to tell them like all we gotta focus on is making one person a fan. Like yeah. it's like one brick by brick, one person at a time, um, and following that method, you you meet a lot of genuine people, man, and people who like you know actually believe in you versus just supporting you because it's a difference. So, so yeah. <laughs> do you do R and B music? Um, so I don't at the moment, not necessarily. Like I'm, I do this. Uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of sing. I mean, I'm even incorporating some singing into some of my songs and such. Um, this singer, Frank Anthony, told me I could sing. It was funny, it was in the studio, I was playing him like this demo version of the song. I, I, that's I, I what just, I thought, coming. that's why I said it. <laughs> that, that's funny. Um, but yeah, no, no, it's a, he's like, I can sing a little, I don't know, he gassed me up a little bit. I was like, I was like, oh, I can sing now. Nah, nah, nah. Um, but I, I'm, I'm working on that. I, I'm adding that to my repertoire. I'm working on those vocals and working on my uh, vocal arrangement. Um, but yeah, no, no, I'm slowly hey. incorporating that. Can I add my five scenes? That's what we yeah, oh, that's what we say. Yeah, okay. Um, so when you're on the mic, you go like this. You breathe out, you breathe all mm -hmm. the air out into the mic, and then you get the melody down. Um the melody down is the um it's a program, it's like an order two pro order two free program, order two yeah, yeah. yeah. And you adjust the vocals like that, and you see the keys, and then you hit your vocals normally, like how would you hit them? Then you hit it again with more effort and effort, and then when when you get those little things, you squick it up into keys and the right keynote, and then you play it and you listen to it. And while you listen to it, be on the mic and just keep breathing into the mic, and that way your vocals will um open up and you will speak exactly like that. Interesting. Okay, I'm gonna, make I'm gonna... sure the keynotes are in the right place. That's all that matters, and the breathing and the listening, and just completely silence, and you listen to your own voice, not the beat, but just your own voice. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to incorporate that. I'm gonna see what's up. Like next time I <clears throat> write something that, well, actually, one of the songs that I'm gonna sing on, me and um, my homie um, Eric will definitely try that when we're working on one of my other songs where I'm singing uh, for definitely on the hook. So. Yeah. Um hell yeah. Yeah, cool. And, and before we end, um, I just wanted to know, are you gonna go to the the Bella did how far are you from South Santa Monica Boulevard Ground Floor Beverly Hills CA United States? It's the Bellavide. It's an artist showcase happening there tomorrow. Tomorrow is the uh... Thursday. Oh, um, like that's what I do. Like I always look up everywhere for open showcases, and I like, mm -hmm. um, I like my mates go, oh, we want to rap. I was like, okay, we'll get you on a showcase. We'll get, we'll get paid like a much, how much you have to pay, or whatever. Sometimes you have to pay. I know, but sometimes you don't have to pay. And then yeah, just get to the showcase. That that's what you're doing. And I was like, I was just wondering, is is that one you're gonna go to? It's tomorrow. So. 
right now the main focus is get the singles out is paying for all the recording processes yeah yeah i'm in in the recording process stage of like knocking paying eric and knocking all these songs out and booking more studio sessions so i can knock out stuff and then after i have all these singles out work and pay my friend's eye to do all the cover artwork for everything um then whatever money i have left will go into paying for performances and marketing each of the songs and on tiktok and the id and doing that just on um, rinse and repeat and then for sure i'm telling you and then yeah because because there's a quote i used to tell my therapist all the time in order to go fast you gotta go slow so and by me i'm going i'm doing one thing at a time because in my old group when i used to be in an old in my old rap group etm and stuff we we spread ourselves out a little a bit too thin because everything was in-house we was making the beats doing the cover artwork da, da, da. and we was trying to do everything but we tend to find that we it became a bottleneck we was trying to do all these things but we was getting caught up so from learning from that experience i learned like, i gotta go slow so that way i can actualize everything i'm trying to do and but it's not gonna, it's not gonna be perfect and i don't want it to be perfect so but it's still like one thing at a time so by the time because all the recording should be done for sure by the time my birthday hits this year. So after afterwards of September, when all the songs start getting released, then that's when I'm going to start performing consistently. I'm going to go to every open mic. Well, yeah, whatever open mic I see is really like has a good following and stuff. Because I like one of my mentors saying I need to uh, gain regular people fans, like people who like are just regular people who like music, not just like artists and stuff. Um, open mics, showcases. And that's when the bread and butter is going to hit because people are like, oh, man, what's that song? And I'm like, oh, it's on my streaming platforms. Like, it's everywhere. And then, then you know, slowly get music tried, videos um, out. Have we tried going to um, community radio stations? Not just yet. Not there just yet. Don't have a, uh, there's a couple. Hey, like, I mean, student, I student radio stations. So student radio stations. These students mm-hmm. have, they go on to working for, these networks, right? They just yeah, it's just like everyone else. So they're usually looking for people to interview, curious people as part of all their assessments, they need to interview someone. So if you were to interview, um, if you were to go to these radio schools and community radio stations and community radio school stations, oh, I reckon they have a good reach for you. Once you have the recordings and everything's done, so come September. You just got to stack that plan of hitting these places. I appreciate that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have it. I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have that in mind. I used to think about that a little briefly when I was used to be in San Diego. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Um, I would appreciate it if you actually could help me with that later on, like back when September comes. Like if you could help me facilitate those things, I appreciate. Oh yeah, it. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get start looking into all the community places, and you're just gonna need gas money and a car to get there. Or just bus trip if you have to. No, no, trust me. I have no problem. Like anytime, like I gotta get anywhere, I'll make sure I'm there. So yeah, but I just need to know like when and where and stuff. But yeah, man, no. If you could help me facilitate that, I appreciate it because you're you're expertise in it. Like I, I would. I'm not teasing. I'm serious. I'm a serious person. (laughs) No, no, I believe it. No, trust me. I I big time believe it. I appreciate it to the fullest. Yeah. Man, this this is getting too intense. Okay, so we're just gonna um I just wanted to ask um um what's some favorite food you like to eat? I know you post them, but I wanna know what you like to eat. 
Oh, for me, man, <clears throat> my favorite food of all time is a uh, peanut butter and jelly, man. I'm a peanut butter and jelly connoisseur. I had peanut butter and jelly at my mate's house. Do you know how you made hey. it? He put butter on the on a um on a frying pan, and then uh-huh. he put the bread on. He like, and then he buttered the bread, put peanut butter and um jam. So that's what we call it here. And he squeezed it together, and he um cooked it on both sides we ate it and it was like so tasty interesting we only learned that from tiktok we only learned that from tiktok nobody's ever done that here interesting yeah i gotta try that man yeah it's so good oh and what's one of the best fast food places to go to apart from mcdonald's burger king so i would say let me see there's five guys in and out. There's uh, like I'm not like. Let me see. Are you eat like, Not as much for me. I'm more of a healthy you're, person. You're athlete. Like, I'm so out. like my so my sister like my sister Tania got me on this Herbalife flow, um, which is really good. Like a lot of dope protein shakes and stuff, and then I eat a lot of fruit like strawberries, blueberries, bananas. Um, and then there's like the Skinny Pop that I always like munch on. There's like super healthy organic popcorn, super fire. And then what else? Um, like alkaline water, my man. Um, and then, and then like random snacks and stuff from here and there. Like it's a mixture of all these things, like very healthy stuff, or like some, a lot of like candy or like fruit snacks and stuff. <laughs> my sister gets that herbal life, and I'm like, you just drink that, and you go to work, and she works as a nurse, so she's exercising at work because she works as a nurse. I'm like. Mm-hmm. I how you still skinny and still stay the same, and I see you eat McDonald's all the time. Now, Rebel Life, my man, that it's like it's it's super super fire. It's like it's like it's like the, the shakes is fire, and like they keep you full, but also you still gotta eat stuff too as well. Like you can't just like survive on protein shakes. Yeah, but um. Oh well, yeah, yeah I learned that the hard way. You can't survive on protein shakes. <laughs> um, but just yeah, man, I see my other photos when I was really skinny. I was really skinny. I was like, I was wearing girl size eight skinny jeans. Oh damn! Yeah, training every day, eight hours a day, hustle, hustle, I, hustle. I feel it. I see we only got like a minute left. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I'm just gonna end it like um now. But I just um I, it's been it's a pleasure being talking to you. One of the I things I always it. ask on my podcast is that I know I ran out of time for you to ask me questions, but I. Overall, like, how do you think the expression was? It's been great, man. It's I'm very appreciative. Like, it's been great. I'm not going to cap. It's been great. You've been listening to Chevron Podcast. It's Alex Cantu, man. Rapper, producer, and songwriter. <laughs> From Hanford, California. Boom, boom. <laughs>